David Odyssey here, just your friendly neighborhood ancient one. On my podcast, The Luminaries, I break down the astrology, terology, and iconography of pop culture. What was Aaliyah's rising sign? Do you think Mystique is a Gemini or a Pisces? When am I going to find love already? All this and more, as above, so below. Subscribe to The Luminaries with David Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Mwah. Wow, um, Andrew, this week, the reply guys have been out of control. What have they been saying? What have they, they been just saying? They've just been out and ready to reply. They've been quick to their phones. I like have been posting, I would say, more winter thirst traps than I have maybe ever. So oh, I've been yeah. wearing, yes, I've been wearing a lot of matching sets. Most of them are like a sweater, but it's a bra and then, you know, sweatpants and they match very like uh-huh. living my best, like Kim Kardashian life right now, because I'm home alone and I don't really have anything else to do. Right. And I'm and trying to be cozy. Guys, and they are looking to entertain themselves in what better place than Jenny's Instagram. Yes. In my message requests, because I'm not, I'm not answering them. I'm just letting them live in the message requests altogether. Yeah. Um, but it's just very silly. Cause sometimes it'll be something innocuous, like LOL, that fish tank. And it's not about the fish tank. It's a picture of me holding a glass of wine, wearing a bra in a, in a mirror thirst trap saying it should be illegal to be this hot after cleaning out your fish tank on a Saturday night. And then he's like, ha ha, the fish tank. Wow. Dude. He is looking past. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) He's looking back the thirst, past the thirst trap and just wants to talk to me about my fish. Because I mean, I'm sure that you can see that you have a giant Pokemon in your fish tank as well. Yes, I do. And no, he doesn't want to talk about, yeah, it's in there, but he doesn't really want to talk about that. And then I had someone who is a very funny and talented comedian, and I'm not going to name names, but he messaged me. And this is after a thirst trap of me in like a waffle set. So it's like not skims. It's not actually Kim Kardashian's line. It's like off-brand skims. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Cause I didn't actually, I couldn't actually get the real skims. So these are fake skims, um, where I say in many ways I'm attempting Kardashian, but really serving Swiss child. Cause I feel like I look like I could be in the sound of music. I'm not really giving right. you Kardashian. I look the like Kardashian. I'm in my PJs for the sound of music. And he said, what the hell going to mute you. So I don't become a reply guy. Oh, but he is a reply guy because he responded <laughs> to the thirst trap I would say that he's like a self-aware reply guy because Mm -hmm. you are the only person I I think you're the first person that I've heard use the phrase reply guy and so do you think that I mean like is reply guy is is it that big of a used term I think yes I didn't invent it I'm not the first person who came up with this I wish I was but it wasn't me I can't take credit do you think that he's using it in reference to you using it? No, I think he's no. using it in reference to the general reply guy just Interesting. lifestyle, which is oh. bigger than me. It's bigger than all of us. It's bigger than all of us. <laughs> it's bigger than all of us. Wow, that's um, so interesting though. So that's really been my week. I've just been like, and I can't stop taking the hot photos because we have to remember that I'm about to reach the prime of my life. I'm coming oh, on 30. Yeah. I've never been hotter. I got to take the pictures right now. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and the reply guys have never been more eager to respond or reply, I guess is the apt word. Um, but yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. I'm so glad that you're you're thriving. Thriving, really thriving <laughs> here. <laughs> um, yeah, what about you? How's your week? Oh, I can't top that. That's for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh my God, what has been going on? Well, it's uh, snowing an awful lot True. Uh, here in New York City. Um, and um, just been pent up in the apartment all day. Wow. So, Hot. Lighting candles and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing really much hotter to report than the, that candle. That's pretty, I mean, that feels like you're flirting a little bit though. Like, oh, I'm pent up in the apartment and I'm lighting candles. Ooh, That's the yeah. beginning. I have my fuzzy socks on. Ooh. What is there to do? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm ultimately wearing my slippers too, but still my PJs on the bottom. You can't tell. I put on big chunky earrings, but it's a PJ on the bottom, which is Love. my favorite trick. It is ultimately, yeah. what you wear in a Zoom call does shift the entire mood. Really you know, I'm does. wearing I'm wearing dress pants right now. Could you believe it? No. I know. That's actually I'm scared why I'm terrified I mean it's a snow day you're never gonna see it it's you know just to yeah, shift up the dynamic to go. yeah nowhere to go. but and yet I feel comfortable in them is I'm that worried insane? yes this is not a call for help this is simply me just living my truth and my truth is dress pants on a zoom SOS yeah I'm really <laughs> I'm really scared <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but wow. So good to know that you're wearing your cozy socks, you're lit a candle, and you're wearing dress pants. The dress pants and cozy socks ultimately is the vibe today. I can't help what the vibe is. So. <laughs> and that's vibes. Yeah. Um, and I'm also I'm really excited about our guest. Um, we both we both showered for this, so that's huge. <laughs> um, she's very she's funny, she's incredible. She's the editor in chief of Betches. Heard of it. And she also hosts two awesome podcasts, Not Another True Crime Pod and Am I the Asshole? So please welcome Sarah Levine. Hi, Sarah. Hey, thank you guys so much. So excited to have you. Excited to be here. And also, I must say, I was very terrified by the dress pants, Andrew. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why it's so alarming. I, 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 <laughs> We're shaking. We're like shaking in our apartments. Like, I feel like should I edit this out of the episode just no. because people <laughs> listening? I don't know. No, you have to keep it. It just it feels like there's something about wearing a real pant with a button and especially a dress pant because it's not a jean. I mean, like, I was just looking at them in my closet today, and I'm like, you know, I do have fond memories wearing these pants, so, like, why not just wear them? <laughs> that's beautiful. Right? I mean, yes, I feel that. There's, yes, that's so fair. If your dress pants, like, still fit, then more power to you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's really above the waist that I'm, you know, it's been packing on. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I know. There are a lot of things in my closet that I I will never see again that I miss. Yeah. They're done. They're dead to us. I had a really hopeful period in like maybe August where I just started buying like cute clothes again. I was like, I think we're almost out of this. It's going to happen. And, and now it's just going to sit with the tags on until like next summer, at least. Mm -hmm. Can't even make its debut. Nope. Sad. Really sad. So sad. So Sarah, how's your pandemic been? What's up in your dating life? Tell us. I was doing the whole like FaceTime dating thing. Um, mm -hmm. I, I started doing it really late though, because I didn't feel comfortable seeing anyone who I like was not a trusted friend with until a couple months ago, like not even that recent. I was like still afraid to go to the grocery store in the summer. Um, oh, that's so, good though. 
That's- yeah. So I did the whole FaceTime thing and it's actually, um, I feel like it's not bad because there's no investment. Like if it goes poorly, it's not like, oh, I'm out like all this time and, and effort. And like, you know, I had to go to Brooklyn or wherever I had to go. It's like, okay, I, I lost one episode of the real housewives, like <laughs> shame, but not that serious. Right. You can always get back to it at any moment. (laughs) The housewives are still there for us and they're in every state basically. So yes, they're always there. They're always there. So for the FaceTime dates, is there anything that you do to prepare and make sure that it's going to be a good date on your end? Like I make sure I have wine (laughs) essential. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I don't really do anything. I don't like to do like a whole social media stock beforehand because then I feel like it's a minefield of, oh shit, uh, should I mention this? And I'm not a good actress, so I'm not good at acting surprised from new information that I already know. So better to just like not even go there. Okay. That's honestly, that's amazing that you don't do a stock at all. I know. <laughs> I did have this one guy recently ish be like, oh, so you didn't Google me? And I'm like, no, should I have like, what are you hiding? <laughs> right. Like, oh, what felony did you commit? Yeah. <laughs> like, who did you murder? Actually, exactly. You know? Um, that's wild. I don't have the self-restraint to not Google. Like I need to know what high school these guys went to. (laughs) I just need to know. Have you been like alarmed by something on the date that it was like, oh my God, I really should have Googled or what? No, not really. I think the most alarming, um, dating app behavior that I was seeing in quarantine was like, I would match with someone on a hinge and you'd say like, Hey, Sarah. And I'd be like, Hey, how's it going? And they'd be like, Oh, good. Do you want to meet for drinks on Thursday? And I'm like, I don't even know you. Like you could have been to Florida and like coughing in someone's mouth in a club and back and like vice versa. You don't know anything about what I've been doing. It's a pandemic. Like that is just so sketchy to me. Yeah, absolutely. Especially (laughs) because there are the people in New York who are going to Miami and I don't understand them, but they're here and they're leaving and they're going to Miami. Oh Yeah. They, they totally exist. I, I mean, with the snow, I get the impulse, but I, I'm way too afraid to be in sneezing distance of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, that, and it's also wild too, just being like immediately going to, yeah, we're going to do drinks. Cause I feel like the norm now is the first date is going to be virtual. For yeah, that's what I mean. I was so alarmed because I felt like they were moving to a real meetup even sooner than they would pre-pandemic. And I'm like, there's so much more at stake now, like literally lives. I don't understand. <laughs> True, right. Because where's the period of like texting beforehand where you're like, uh, or we're just like kind of chatting and are we going to be anything? Are we just going to fall off the face of the planet and never talk to each other again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we just going to like reschedule a million times? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause that's really important to getting me interested in someone. I need that like <laughs> three weeks. Of, like, are we ever going to meet or <laughs> yeah, you got to build the suspense. You really do. So that we have something to look forward to, you know, <laughs> yeah, <So. exactly. laughs> is it always hinge or do you use, or what dating apps are you on? Yeah, pretty much only hinge. Um, mm-hmm. I did join this one that like I saw in this New York times article that positioned itself as this like elite Jewish dating app. Oh my God. Locks club, baby. Yeah. It was, I thought it was like, honestly, a hilarious pitch. So I was just like, let me just try as a testament to my own narcissism to see if I can get in. Mm-hmm. I got in, I have no matches so far. <laughs> a bummer. Yeah. That's on them though. That's definitely not on you. That's on all the Jewish men in the app being dumb. That yes, I think that's fair. 
not my fault at all. No, absolutely not your fault. I have, I'm in that app too. And I actually matched with someone who then I matched with on hinge, who then I had a first date with on this podcast for content. And now we're still dating. So locks club did work, but it took many steps. I mean, it was ultimately the the podcast. It was the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was the podcast that did it. Locks club has really only given me like, sometimes you get matches and they're in California and you're like, how did it, how did the app do this to me? Wait, can you explain to me as a non-Jewish person exactly how Locks Club is like formatted, what like the the thing is with them? Sarah? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) the thing is you actually don't have to be Jewish to be on it. I feel like they just kind of use that as a marketing shtick, but it it kind of just looks like one of, it looks like a speakeasy almost. And (laughs) basically the gist is that you just actually have to put effort into your profile and it can't just be like, those guys on hinge that don't answer the questions at all. Um, and, and that's really like all it is. I feel like. Okay. So you don't yeah. need to be Jewish, but it's primarily Jewish people. I think it is primarily Jews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's definitely marketed towards Jewish people. Cause I feel like they know that's like a, a good in <laughs> because <laughs> we're all just like, my mom has no connects. Help me. Right. Like normally I would have my Jewish mother do this, but she doesn't know. (laughs) My dad actually like tried to set me up with one of his friend's sons and he was like, all right. So, and he told me the story and I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I guess. Um, just give him like my Instagram or whatever. And I was like, what's his name? And he didn't know. And I was like, what does he look like? And he was like, I don't know. And we were trying (laughs) to like search my dad's Facebook for his friends so we could find pictures of his son. And I'm just like, dad, you did no research. This is crucial. <laughs> I can't. I never heard from that person, so I think well, it's for the best. Right. Also, maybe that person doesn't exist if there isn't a photo <laughs> or a name. <laughs> yeah, my dad was just talking me up to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I you can't trust a dad with this kind of thing. I feel like I wouldn't trust my mom either, but you can't trust a dad, which is sad. No. My dad doesn't even know what Instagram is. He was like, "How should I tell him to contact you?" And I said just tell him to DM me on Instagram. He's like, what does that mean? Where does he do that? And I was like, okay, there's too many steps. I don't want to give out my number to this like stranger, but this is a lot of education involved right now. Right. And then you're ultimately maybe setting your dad up with an Instagram, which we don't know if we want to do. Oh, definitely not. My dad does not understand memes. <laughs> and that, and you're the queen of them. Thank you're you. You're a meme queen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wish yes. Now I'm like, oh, I wish your dad understood memes. So that he would know think- all the incredible work that you're doing on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get, I'm getting him there, but I feel like he definitely started off in his Facebook days, like reposting those boomer memes with the impact font that makes no sense. And I was like, oh, dad, yeah. do you even oh. know what this means? And he was just like, no, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. To be, to be that naive. I mean, like, those, young and naive that day. Those memes were just like <laughs> an entire period of time. Like we compared to like the memes today, just like we have, I don't know if it's an improve or not, but yeah, there, those were wild the, on the top and on the bottom, mm-hmm. just like the stupidest yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you had like four pictures to choose from and that was it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could go to memegenerator.com and get whatever you want there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's an improvement, but also in some ways, probably we're not better off now. There's too much to keep track of. Right. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I just don't even bother to try to understand a meme. I'm like, I'll catch the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, we'll see where this one goes. If it's lasting, maybe I'll figure it out, but it'll be gone. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I'm just pulling a blocks club because the one important thing I think we have to mention about it is that you do have to give your, um, there's a section that is career and ambitions. And most people have a paragraph there about what they're doing for work and where they would like to go. So very interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this person currently leading the marketing department of a blue chip global art gallery in Manhattan, continuing to in- innovate in the ways in which art is experienced, bought and sold at the highest tier of the contemporary art world. It seems like a very contentious area. I know it's a little out. bit like, uh, I don't know if I'm attracted to that. I feel a little bit like you're judging me and I haven't even matched with you. Would you prefer like hinges, like a uh, career like bubble to fill out as opposed to this paragraph to fill out? I don't know. I feel like this one at least makes people come up with something on hinge. I see so many people who put CEO at self-employed where I'm just like, <laughs> are you out of work? Are you in a pyramid scheme? Like either one is cool, <laughs> but like, just be upfront. <laughs> just tell me which one. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Well, I'm looking now at my career and ambition thing. Yeah. I'm like, what did I even put there? Why I think I, I just it? put like, oh, I'm looking for someone that I can take to my parents. So they stop asking me why I don't have anyone to bring home. (laughs) That's perfect though. I love that. (laughs) Mine is real, but I did include the angel emoji in it to hopefully make it better. The like angel smiley emoji. That's cute. That's cute. Right. That makes it even if I'm pretentious (laughs) about my actual work that I put the angel smiley emoji. It's cute. That is cute. Ultimately. I think so. Okay. (laughs) We think it's fine. Um, Okay. So you've been going on FaceTime dates, any in person recently? And when do you kind of build to that? Yeah, I had done um, like two FaceTimes with this guy before we met in person. And um, we met in person, I think in December and we're still like hanging out. So that's pretty good. That's amazing. Thank you. That's (laughs) Although I feel like it's that thing, like do you guys ever experience this where I feel like you're dating someone, everything's going great. And then the second you tell your friends they exist, they just like drop off the face of the planet. I have had that. Yeah, okay, cool. Because like, I'm worried that's gonna happen. But okay, I put it out there. Friends? Have you told your friends yet? Yes. Okay. And he's he's still around. Still there. Okay. <laughs> so I think you're fine. I think you're good. <laughs> but yeah, I do the thing. I tell my friends kind of too soon. Even like I'm telling people when I have just the first date. I'm like, I'm going on a first date with this person. This is their profile. What do we think? Like even before I met them, is that why? I feel like I used to do that, and I used to definitely like bring guys around my friends so early. And then, and then I would just feel like that single mom that like introduces every single boyfriend to her kids way too fast. And it was embarrassing. Cause like <laughs> everyone would be like, Oh, Hey, what happened to Jason? And I'd be like, oh, we don't talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, I don't know. I think there's, I need this, a friend's approval to be like this person that I think is hot and interesting is hot and interesting. Right. But, Oh yeah. Like you need to have the post first date I don't know, debrief or whatever they call it in sports where you just like run down, like do the play by play. Yes. But I don't go telling like all my friends. I feel like there's tears. It's like when you throw a stone into a pond and there's like a ripple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yes. And the sports term too, I feel like is probably right though. Again, what do I know? About- <laughs> what do we know Sorry. about sports in the zoom? What do we know? But I feel like, yes, I need to give a, like a full, this is, this was the game and this is our strategies and this is what we came out. And ultimately this, we won or we lost, you know, on this <laughs> <Exactly>. day. <laughs> um, so that's great. 
that's exciting to be seeing someone for like two months in pandem. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of exciting, kind of fucking up my brand, but that's all right. Really? Would you say your brand <laughs> is single? My brand is like single and just like bad mouthing the guys on hinge. Okay. To be mm. honest. You can still do that. I don't think you have to give that up yet. <laughs> I think I think you're still allowed to be in hinge and be like, oh, can you believe this guy? But then not not really for the dating, just for the just looking to see what's out there. Honestly, you're right. I feel like so many guys on Hinge now do this thing where it's like, oh, the most spontaneous thing I've ever done. They all say, I had $3 to my name. I booked a one-way ticket to Bali with yes. no plan and only the clothes on my back. And I'm like, who is this attractive for? No, I, no one. I'm just, and everyone is going to Bali because I've seen that too. It's like all of these guys are like, I'm part of it. I'm going to Bali. Wait, that's right. something that multiple people have in their profile? Yes. The, yes. What's the most spontaneous thing I've ever done? Classic prompt on Hinge. One that the guys like a lot. So is that, yes, that has to be like a quote Bali. from something or no, they're actually talking about doing that. I don't know. They all involve just like spending their last $300 or whatever it is to buy a ticket somewhere and take this like impromptu eat, pray, love pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. And wow. I don't know, some people might like that, but to me, I'm just like, oh, so you don't have responsibilities, <laughs> right? Like, oh, you can just leave. And I'm also like, oh, you don't want to plan the vacation with me? Yeah. yeah. No <laughs> plants at their apartment to yeah. take care of. Yes. Yeah. No response, no responsibilities, no fish that you're obsessed no with. That you have to no fish in the background. Yeah. No fish in the background, my son. Um, <laughs> I really have seen that so many times. So spontaneous trips. I'm like, what the most spontaneous thing I've ever done? Um, I feel like it just involves me being drunk at a bar and like doing something silly. Yes. But never yeah, def- like life altering. Yeah, definitely a shenanigan probably doesn't involve a plane. <laughs> <For Right. me. laughs> yeah. When probably your shenanigans not- involve planes, that's that's a hard no. Yeah. Most spontaneous <laughs> thing I've ever done, decide I needed the Peloton and then bought it. And we'll pay for it the rest of my life. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't put that on my hinge though. I think that would, <laughs> although actually maybe I could, cause I think people might be excited. That I have a Peloton. Uh, yeah. They'd be like, oh, so you're rich. Well, and it's sort of like the side to side music video ultimately. Yes. Which you're was Ariana hot. Grande who I'm wearing today. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Love. Thank you. My Ariana Grande <laughs> sweatshirt I'm wearing podcasting in audible medium, but wearing my Ariana Grande. <laughs> so I'm wearing my dress pants. And uh, yeah. you're wearing dress pants. Sarah, any cool details about what you're wearing today? I'm just wearing like a lounge set. Ooh. Yeah. Fun. It's pretty cool. Fun. Yes. That's what <laughs> I've been taking thirst traps in all week. So, you know, a lounge set. Oh yeah. I know I should thirst trap, but it's, it's really hard to do it because, and also the thing, this is, also what makes it hard for me to make TikToks because it has to be a day where like my hair is done. I have to have makeup on and it also has to be done within daylight hours when the lighting is still good. And that is such a short window of time that I'm just like, I can't. The best time for a thirst trap is at like 2 PM, 3 PM. (laughs) Yes. That's the best lighting. (laughs) That's the lighting. You have to just finished lunch, but like it has to be a light one, I guess, because we're trying to take a thirst trap here. And yeah. then, you know, it's like two o'clock and you're like, it's go time. I'm going to angle myself by my mirror, by my window. And then that's here. <laughs> that's do it. And then you can be like, well, now I'm done for the day. I'm putting on my actual sweatpants that I want to wear. <laughs> you have your 
your photogenic sweatpants and then just your regular sweatpants. Yes. I have my Kardashian thirst trap sweatpants and then I have my regular ones. (laughs) (laughs) You got to just know which is right for the occasion. So of course, of course. Um, do you find that it's hard to date being such an important person at such a feminist site? Wow. Well, thank you for the compliment. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that makes it hard. I, I do feel like when guys like see my Twitter, they're either like into it or they're just afraid or they'll be like, am I going to become one of your tweets? And it's like, I don't know. Are you going to disrespect me? Because if so, then probably. <laughs> then yeah, absolutely. You're going to be my tweet. But that's, yeah. you're lucky that it's just a tweet at the end yeah. of the day. And I, I never like mention names and, and I'm not like a complete asshole about it. At least I think so. And there are also many people I've dated who I've never subtweeted because like they haven't done anything. Right. And they were good. And then they don't get to be on the Twitter. They don't have to be on the Twitter. Yeah. That's nice. But yeah, I, I feel like, Betches is kind of like um, for men, I think, for straight men, um, like barstool in a way, like, but better, you know? I just mean yeah. like, because Betches is like feminist and smart, but yeah, I feel like all the like, guys I know of who know Betches like, are like, oh yeah, like I know this account, my, my girlfriend loves it, or like my sister follows it, or, or whoever. Um, I don't know. I've actually never really gone out with a guy who was a total chauvinist and was really like turned off by me wanting to talk about feminism, which I feel like I just do accidentally after one glass of wine anyway. So as you should, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. As you should. No, I don't mean in terms of like the uh, philosophy of either side, just that like batches is so well-loved by women. And I think barstool is like a thing that guys seem to just check, but maybe I I don't know. That makes sense to me because I feel like Barstool is, I'm like, oh, the, the guys like it. I don't really understand it. And I wouldn't be surprised if like men felt the same way. Yeah. Because, yeah. and I, I love Betches. I've been thank you on the newsletter. I've been getting the newsletter, I feel like for years and years, like before I was, you know, an adult in New York City who even knew what we were reading, <laughs> you know, like I've learned a lot. Yeah. I've grown with the Betches newsletter. Thank you. I mean, I feel like I have too. So <laughs> we're all just growing and learning together. Truly, especially now where it's like, well, we're inside and all we have to do is grow and learn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, any fun new skills during pandemic? I, um, yes, actually, I, I got a sewing machine for Hanukkah oh, a couple of years ago and um, I started like making some masks. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, very fun. Very Thanks. fun. Thank you. They're not like, like, they're not good quality. My friend were like, oh, you should open up an Etsy shop. And I'm like, no, no, no. My, my stitching is terrible. It's all like wonky (laughs) and uneven. It works for me. But if anyone had purchased this, they would be like, I want my money back. But it (laughs) is still serving the purpose of like an effective mask at the end of the day. Yeah. It's just like the, the lines aren't straight. Oh, okay. then that's fine. All yeah. right. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, yeah, no, it's a mesh mask. Or, <laughs> yeah. Oh it's falling apart and COVID is coming in. Yeah. <laughs> but I made it myself. Right. That's awesome. Thanks. That's, yeah. That's really exciting. Okay. I have a little game that I think we should play. It's called Quick and Dirty. I'm going to ask you four questions quickly. They're not dirty, but they're quick. Um, Are you ready, Sarah? Yes. Yes. Okay. First question. Favorite flirty emoji. 
I think the the half smile, eyes to the side. Ooh, fun. Yes. Ooh, oh, yeah, I know. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, favorite date spot. Hmm. My favorite date spot. Um, I've been going to this place in Astoria called um, Second Son, and that was like it's off the Broadway stop. That was always my like go to back when we could have dates. Okay. What, (laughs) what makes it a good date spot? They have like a cute, um, outdoor patio situation and they have happy hour until eight. Okay. Yes. Happy hour until eight. Definitely. (laughs) So clutch. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. (laughs) That'll do it. Um, double texting. Yes or no. I mean, I would say yes, but like I'm petty like that. So I try not to do it. Okay. You'll, you'll be like, I'm just not going to text again. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. Unless it's like I said, like a throwaway comment that doesn't warrant a response, then, then that doesn't really count. Okay. Okay. And setups. Yes or no. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I feel like I don't know anyone to like set anyone up with and vice versa. Like my friends and I all have this problem where okay, we just like, say- don't no to the setup from your dad (laughs) (laughs) ultimately (laughs) okay but you would be into it if it wasn't if it was someone who had a picture and a name yes 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 if they were a real human i would be down (laughs) (laughs) actually a person um what what would you what kind of guys do you end up dating usually yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the people yeah. that I have ended up dating have been like very charming and like borderline narcissistic. Um, oh, good. But this person Love I hope those. is not that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they are. So that's good. Yeah. Did When you matched on Hinge, was there anything in particular that drew you to them? I don't even remember, but I definitely just thought he was cute. That's good. <laughs> that's hot. Oh, yeah, that's good. No, that's you know, hot. I'm digging real deep over here, but yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you thought he was cute and hopefully he's not a narcissist. Those are two yeah. good things. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It's hard to tell these days. So it yeah. is really hard to tell, honestly. I mean, like, I'm not saying that I'm not a narcissist, also. So well, I, I feel like if you have like the, the Bali sort of prompt, then I don't know. Mm. That would be more leaning to narcissists. I think. Oh, yeah. I always X on those people. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. And this is an unpopular opinion. But anytime a guy is like, oh, I just love to travel. Like I'm looking for someone who loves to travel. I just X because frankly, like I don't love to travel. Really? I just, I like being in a spot. I don't really like just moving around. It's a lot of stress. Okay. Wow. So what about vacations every now and again? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Okay. But you don't want to be traveling all the time. Definitely not. Okay. There's this thing with gay men that they're like, a lot of gay men that travel constantly that every time I feel like I see them post a new post, they're in a different country with their significant other seemingly not working, but are like always like in these extravagant hotels, just living their best life. And I'm, I am so perplexed of like, how are they affording this lifestyle that like, I feel like it's just impossible. Yeah. How do they do that? Have you seen this at all with gay men either? <laughs> I know that there's there are accounts even that are calling out gay men who are traveling during pandemic. Oh, yes, that for sure. That is a different thing that I'm talking about, though. This is yes. not that. OK, so this is pre-pandemic. Yes. This is like when you were allowed to travel. Exactly. And, and it's whole- like, OK, like you're you're allowed to travel, do whatever you want. However, it's like I am concerned about like your bank account. Like, how are you actually affording these trips? Is I, don't know. I definitely like. 
I follow a few people who are like that. And I mean, no shade, but I was like, you have a thousand Instagram followers. Like you are just a regular person. How are you? Mm-hmm. Who's bankrolling this lifestyle? I don't get it. Right. Right. Like, I don't even like, have, I don't even like have like the slightest theory about how they're affording it either. I wonder how I can get into one of those relationships. I do. (laughs) Well, you got to put, you know, looking for someone who can spend their last $300 to go to Bali. I know you need the shift in priority. Your last $300 to buy me a ticket to go to Bali. And then (laughs) (laughs) something tells me they don't want to purchase you the ticket though. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Um, But if any couples like that are listening and are looking for a third, I'm interested. I like <laughs> traveling. I'll go. I'm a Sagittarius. I feel like Sag is always, they want to get out there. They're, yeah. they're restless. Pandemic's not good for me. I'm like, I'm going crazy, cooped up. Right. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's your sign, Sarah? I'm a Libra. Okay. That makes sense. Like very <laughs> together. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> very together. doesn't want to leave. Balanced. We love. Exactly. I am one day removed from a Scorpio. So oh, I, I feel like that's interesting, but I don't feel like I identify with that with that at all. Mm-hmm. That explains how you're able to take down men on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that explains that actually. Um, so I know you brought some receipts for us. Yes. Yes. So I was wondering if you want to, if we're ready to get into it. Yes. Well, I actually wanted to um, bring this up. It's kind of unrelated, but when you were talking about reply guys, oh yeah, um, I had this, I made a joke on Twitter about um, it was just everyone on the internet talking about GameStop. And it was like the chef of Michael Scott being like, why don't you explain this to me? Like I'm five. And I had the most intense reply guy who left me like a 10 tweet series reply, just literally explaining the process of shorting stocks. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I was like, I, I got, I get the mechanism of how it works sort of, even if I don't really understand the nitty gritty, like just, just take the rhetorical, the rhetorical tweet and like go. Right. Like I'm making a comment and a joke here. Like, uh, it's not for you friend. It's not an opening for you to reply to me, but, but they'll do it. And where there's a will, there is a way and reply guys are, they persevere. They're consistent. I mean, he was dedicated, like he left me 10 tweets explaining the entire stock shorting operation. So I was like, okay, I can semi appreciate the effort that went into this. (laughs) If only I kind of actually wish for us all that like misplaced, like confidence that a reply guy has just like in terms of going out into the world and being like, yes, absolutely. My voice needs to be heard here. (laughs) Like completely. Yeah, we all need that. We all need a little bit of that energy. But I feel like there's no way. Like, I always want to be like, oh, my God, if I could be half as confident as this complete idiot who is just like out here guns blazing all the time, completely wrong. Like, I would be so far ahead in life. But every time the moment comes for me to, like, do something ballsy, I can't do it. (laughs) No, and it's just not fair that that's true, you know? Well, it's also like a matter of, like, time allocating it's like do you have the time to actually engage with this other person because obviously he has had the time but it's like it is exhausting to do these sort of things it's like I have an entire day ahead of me or something I need to get things done I don't have time to do this so that's my 
perspective. That is very true. You have to have a lot of downtime to be like a consistent reply guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You have to be present and available and ready to have something to say at a moment's notice. So true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> you got to be in the Instagram stories cons all day. So <laughs> you can't miss one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a second job. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So you brought a receipt. Yeah. And it's funny because I was telling my friends, like, what am I going to do for this podcast? And my friends are like, out of anyone, we know that you have folders of receipts. And I'm like, you're right. They're itemized by the person's name. It's <laughs> no big deal. It's on my phone. Um, but this is like my favorite ghosting story. And by favorite, it's like the most shameful for me. But uh, <laughs> So I had gone on like a first date with this guy and it was like one of those first dates where it started at happy hour and then like cut to 3am and we're like, okay, we're still out. Mm -hmm. So I thought it went well, but also we were like drunk anyway. <laughs> so I the next, that. Just right. I know I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So the next day he was like asking me like, ah, oh, like, I really want to see you again. Like, when are you free? And I was like, oh, I could do Sunday. And like, he kept asking me about it. And I was like, okay, like, I'm really only free Sunday. And he was like, okay, that's perfect. We'll do it Sunday. We start like texting. We're like making the plans. We're like, oh, why don't we meet here? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. What time? And then he just doesn't respond. And then he never responded again. Like, and you're that in was the middle it. of making plans. Yeah. That, and he proposed we make the plans. So I was just like, why would you go out of your way to make up this bizarre lie that you just if you just don't want to hang out again Wait, he is he dead is he an actual ghost <laughs> so I actually thought like this was like well before pandemic times but like so I actually was worried that he had straight up died or like yeah. I don't know like ended up kidnapped or something something crazy like that so mm -hmm. I waited a couple days and then I think I saw that he like posted on Instagram or something like that mm -hmm. or it was like Instagram will tell you when someone is online. So I saw that he was online and I was like, cool. So you're alive. <laughs> Thanks. So I basically sent him this DM that, and I just said like, why did you go through the effort of like making these plans with me? If you just didn't want to hang out, like that's kind of sadistic. Mm -hmm. And he goes, you're completely right. And I'm sorry for the way I handled the situation coming off sadistic was never the intention. And actually hanging out was the plan. And he just said, I really apologize and would still love to chill sometime again if you don't hate me. Ooh, hate when they turn it around like that. Yeah. It's and like, don't also, hate me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't hate me. Don't make me feel bad. But also where, what happened? Though? Yeah, so I was like, okay, you're really just not going to address the elephant in the room? Like, it's very contingent on like, what happened? Um, yeah, tell I said me. like, what, I basically said like, what was, what was the reason? And he was just kind of like, um, I really enjoy hanging out with you at the same time. I don't want either of us to emotionally get attached. And then he kind of was like, I was already tired and figured you really wouldn't care if I would ghost, which was a cop out. Sometimes I just avoid potential conflict instead of addressing it directly. And that's on me. So we gave you bullet points of all of these different excuses. Wait, yeah. None that. of which feel like a good one. I know, which I read to be like, you are woman, woman have emotions. Like, I don't want women to have emotions for me. And I was like, okay, this is never like, like relax. Yeah. The most wild point is that he was like, I figured that you really wouldn't even care. Like, 
that's that's absolutely beyond what yeah <laughs> i mean and i wouldn't have cared if he had just canceled like a normal person right because you're like yeah. we said sunday you're gonna no, but care he, he doesn't no, but he's it's fully sunday, like and where is he you're gonna care yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like hmm, i wasn't expecting you to care yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was not in the plan yeah like i would care if anybody did that even if it was like my delivery guy if he just didn't show up i'd be like okay <laughs> i i care yeah I, but i didn't I think you would care yeah yeah I thought something was going to happen at this time in this place. Hello. Um, <laughs> truly wild. Also, you didn't go on a date with him again then. You were no. like, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, like what am I going to do? Be a complete chump and like meet you somewhere and have you not show up again? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Also, I don't understand how he's like, you're going to catch feelings for me when you just went on one happy hour date that went wild. You went on a happy hour date yeah. gone wild. For a first date and now you're talking about like a second date that maybe you will actually get to meet each other a little more like how how can you possibly have feelings yet i don't know you just have good vibes you just have yeah. good happy hour vibes that brought you to 3 a.m <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that was it's definitely like the ballsiest ghosting that i've really experienced in quite some time <laughs> truly I'm just out of curiosity. Do you recall what he did for work? Mm. I don't, I don't remember. It was like, it wasn't, he wasn't like a public servant, obviously, but I don't think it was so brazen as like, oh, he was in a, like worked in a hedge fund. Okay. But it was like more, it was more towards like the finance douchey job side. Got it. Mm -hmm. But maybe not necessarily it. full wall street. Just, yeah. okay. All right. So, I'll take yeah. it. Some, yeah, Wall Street light. Okay. Something. Yeah. I know those guys and I don't always trust them. Yeah. I think that's, that's true of me and, and most guys, to be honest. So. Yeah. I think it's just a good mantra in general. Yeah. Um, okay. So wild that you got ghosted in that way. Unbelievable. Especially because he knows you have a Twitter. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like I know. I think I was so just shocked and taken aback that I didn't even have the wherewithal to like make a joke about it because also like I'm sort of the punchline in that joke. So I just edit strategically. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Just don't, but I mean, it's happened to all of us being ghosted in a, you know, in a wild way by someone who just like does not want to be available for whatever reason. Wild. Yeah. I mean, at least I didn't show up at the place. Like that would have been horrible, kind of embarrassing. Oh. So the worst. Um, I famously, and I've told this story too many times on the pod, been stood up and like, you, you don't need it. <laughs> Unless no the, the waiter it. takes pity on you and you get free drinks. Yeah. I got free donuts. So there you go. Oh, there you I go. didn't get anything out of mine <laughs> in the hotel lobby, Jenny. I just I know. sat there for like a few, actually, like, I think I sat there for like 30 minutes thinking like, hmm, it might actually turn around. <laughs> but I know. Yeah. That's why you got to get stood up in a restaurant or a bar oh, instead of a hotel lobby next time. Yeah. I should have <laughs> taken time. your advice. <laughs> next time <laughs> that I agree to meet someone in a hotel lobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, meet me at the lobby bar instead, please. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just a just a fun fact for anyone listening who's planning on getting stood up at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> you have that in the cards for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure that it's at a place where they'll give you there's free stuff to give you. <laughs> Although I guess in the hotel lobby you could have gotten like matches. 
it matches, you know, I famously <laughs> love a candle. So I guess, you know, that would really work for me. Yeah. Maybe an extra toothbrush. They have those behind the counter. They're very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just making the best out of this. Yeah. <laughs> just like get the spare key to someone's room and just like Ooh, see what happens. Geez, Ooh, yeah. I like that a little soap. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, any other receipts that you wanted to share? Um, those were like the heavy hitters that I had today. And they were heavy. They hit us heavy. They really Thank did. <laughs> no, they really did. Um, is there any dating advice that you feel like you want to share with that? Anything that you've learned from your New yes. York City glamorous betches life? Yeah, I think this is like my therapist dating advice, but I think it's real where if you are like finding yourself making excuses for someone just like repeat it out loud to like a friend or something. And then when you realize it sounds totally ridiculous and bullshit, like you need to cut it off. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> I love that. So you, Thank you, okay. That's really good. So you like tell a friend like, Oh no, but this guy's great because, but he's doing this, this, and this, but it's fine. Yeah. And just think about like, if your friend was telling you that and what you would say to them and then do that thing. Mm. I know. Well, I give way better advice to my friends than I give to myself. And y'all like coaches yeah. don't play. Exactly. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's, oh my I've God. I've never heard that before. I've never that heard that. Pillow. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I will embroider it. Coaches don't play. <laughs> also all the sports that we're learning about today. It's been yeah. a really good pot up for sports. <laughs> <laughs> sports, please sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> we are looking for sponsors. Um, no, I love it. Cause I will tell my friends like, absolutely you're never seeing him again he doesn't deserve you you are clean and then for myself I'm like no but you're trash you'll never meet anyone so. <laughs> yeah for myself I'm like oh it's fine to go out with this guy who repeatedly cancels on you and is conveniently only free after nine o'clock mm-hmm. what's wrong with me yeah, so. per- yeah that guy sounds perfect <laughs> I love that guy yeah I he's like, the one yeah absolutely that's the one because I like a little spontaneity I don't want to know where he's going to be. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to show up. It's great. Yeah. We love that. And yeah. And at any point he could be in Bali. Who knows? That's true. <laughs> With $300. Yeah. With $300. His last $300 was same. Well, Sarah, it was so much fun to talk to you. What Thank you. This was so fun. So fun. Um, how does everyone follow you? You can follow me on Instagram and, and Twitter at Sarah Lameem, Sarah without an H. Perfect. Easy. Um, and a reminder to anyone listening that we do have a referral program. So if you're loving the pod, please tell your friends, you can sign up at receiptspod.com and you'll get a special link that if you share someday, if you share with 30 friends, a whole panel of comedians will fix your hinge, which fix it. uh, They'll yeah. fix it. And wouldn't this be we'll, the best thing in the entire it. world? Yeah. They'll, they'll fix it for you. It's like worth a million dollars and you get it for free just because you love the pod. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. And much relationships to be had because of the podcast. I know. If we find you love because we fixed your hinge, then everyone wins. Yeah. We're all winning. We're we winning. give a speech at the wedding. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I would love to give a toast at your eventual wedding to your hinge match. <laughs> Andrew Please. and I will do it together. Please. I'll be the one. <laughs> It'd be really good. I think we have the right mix of um, sugar and spice. Yes. I love yes. that. Yeah. So much. Be really good. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Receipts. 
This has been Receipts, a dating podcast with evidence. Hosted by Jenny Gorlick. And produced by Andrew McGuire. Make sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Jenny Sequa, J-E-N-N-Y-C-E-S-T-Q-U-O-I on Instagram and at Jenny Gorlick on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at McGuireGuy at M-C-G-U-I underscore G-U-I. The cover art is by Megan Patzel. The theme song is written by Dylan Adler, sung by Cheno Pinter, and produced by Douglas Wittick. Check out full videos on YouTube and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe. If you need dating advice, we'd love to help you out. Send us a DM to at ReceiptsPod.